I don't have anything against awards. So like, I actually don't, I'm not like, hey, awards suck. You shouldn't go to an award ceremony. You shouldn't get an award. No, there's a marketing value to having an award and being like recognized. My challenge or my struggle with the one that I had seen was that it seemed like it was more about them making money than it did about, you know, even confirming if you are deserving of the award. And so that's why I decided to opt out of it. So please don't take this as Scott hates awards. I don't. The most inspiring stories from today's most successful mortgage brokers. Join your host, Scott Peckford, on I Love Mortgage Brokering. Hey, Broker Nation, Scott Peckford here. Welcome to the Rookie Mortgage Broker Podcast. This is a show I produce once a week with rookies. Sometimes I bring on guests. Today, I'm actually going to talk about a event we just did called Leads Not Awards and some of the amazing ideas I got from that and the takeaways from spending time with some really smart people. Also today, I'm going to be talking to Tom Hall from Blue Mortgage about the importance of tracking where leads come from in our Ask the Experts segment. Before I jump into the episode today, though, I want to give a shout out to our title sponsor, Finmo. Finmo is a Canadian mortgage application, document collection, submission platform designed specifically for Canadian borrowers and brokers. Very easy to use from a interface perspective. It's got some really great features built in, smart docs. It knows what documents your client needs. It's got smart submission notes. It knows when you go to hit submit, what information needs to be conveyed to the lender. And it's connected to Lender Spotlight, so it's really easy to figure out what lender it should work with. Check them out at lendescom slash Finmo. All right, so leads, not awards. What the heck is this and why does it matter and what are my takeaways from it? So a little while ago, our brokerage was nominated for a new brokerage of the year, which was super cool. And the only thing about it was is that it felt to me, and this is a criticism I have of some awards, not all, of some award organizations in the mortgage space, is that it felt like you kind of have to spend money to win. It's sort of like you've been nominated, but there's an expectation that you're going to spend money, show up to this event, you know, the whole thing. So when I looked into it, it was going to cost at least $5,000 for me to attend, buy a table, not including like, you know, it would have been more than 5,000 bucks. So I thought to myself, okay, I could spend $5,000 and could go to this event and maybe we win an award. And that would be good for my ego. Sure, it feel good. You know, I think we have an amazing team that works really hard and I don't want to take anything away from them. And we've got amazing agents. So yeah, that part would be cool. However, I felt like the emphasis was on basically, okay, like they didn't fact check anything. They didn't want to talk to me. So they just said, hey, you've been nominated, fill out this form. I could put anything I want in there. I could make stuff up. How the heck do they even know? And so then I felt like this feels a little bit like not something that I want to spend my time on. So I decided to not go to the event. And instead I thought, well, if I was going to spend $5,000, what could I do that would actually help our agents more? And I always think about these things. I run things through a filter of like, you know, I have this flywheel that we've designed for the brokerage. And it's like, is it going to help our agents be successful? And the way we define success is actually increasing our agents revenue per hour. It's a very specific measure. It's a measured focus because what that looks like is if you're a rookie, it's like, try to find some deals. You probably need a few deals because your revenue per hour is pretty low. If you're more experienced, maybe you want to go from 25 million to 50, or maybe you want to do 25 million and only work 25 hours a week. And both of those goals, by the way, are fantastic. And so what I like about our focus is, is it's on specifically increasing revenue per hour. So back to that filter, right? That's the filter. How do we increase our agent's revenue per hour? And if I ask myself the question, if I go to this event, you know, get a pat on the back, maybe we maybe we don't. Is this going to help my agents increase their revenue per hour? I don't think it is. I don't think it's going to help them at all. Maybe it'll give us a slightly more credibility. I frankly don't care that much about it. 
And so instead I said, look, let's put together an event that's open to the entire mortgage broker public. And what we're going to do is invite some people to present their best lead generation strategy that works in this market. So that was the condition. I was like, hey, it's got to be something, not something that's like worked, you know, 15 years ago, but something that actually is useful now. So they presented, they sent in their videos. I looked at them and then I had eight people come and present on this live call. And everybody that presented had four minutes maxed. So it was like, bang, 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 go through them really quick, high level, best ideas. And it was a ton of fun. And we had over 600 people register. We had 350, I think, on the live call when we were doing it. And tons of great feedback from the people that were on the call. And so that was awesome. And I honestly got ideas from some of these. I was, I was taking notes. Like, I think I'm pretty good at marketing and figuring out how to get leads. But I knew that if I get a few other people in here, I'm going to come up with some new ideas. And so I just share some insights that I've had from this, as well as the importance of collaboration. So one of my core values personally, as well as our companies, is collaboration crushes competition. And I discovered this really in the 10 Loans a Month Academy, which I had sold to Ryan Wiley when I created that. So initially, it was me as a coach. And then I realized, okay, I know a few things that I'm good at, but there's lots of things I'm not. How can I you know, serve our customers? So I bring in other coaches that had other particular set of skills who'd fill in gaps. And then I would learn from those coaches and they'd learn from me. And then the cool part was, it was like, it wasn't one plus one. It wasn't, I have an idea, you have an idea. Now we have two ideas. It's like, no, no, my idea and your idea may create a third, like, you know, an illegitimate love child of an idea or multiple illegitimate love childs, childs, children. And so we were like, oh, this is super cool. And I saw how in the academy that happened all the time. And the other thing that I recognize is that whatever problem somebody was facing in the business, somebody already had the solution. It was like, somebody's already got the answer in this test. But the problem was, is like, who's got the answer? That was a problem. And so when we started the brokerage, I really wanted to design it around a culture of collaboration. And I do feel like we have that now. And I will protect that like crazy. You know, if we're going to bring somebody on and they're not a fit because they're going to mess with that collaborative culture, I will fire them so fast. It will make your head spin because I know that one of the biggest ways we're going to help our agents increase their revenue per hour is by improving collaboration. Okay, all that to say, so we had these eight people come on, uh, they did their four minute pitch and it was awesome. The ideas that generated from that, the feedback from it was super cool. And so just a couple of them that I'll touch on. One of them, you know, there was many of them, but uh, the senior transition service. So there was this one idea about targeting people that are kind of going into the age of reverse mortgages, but not to sell reverse mortgages, but to talk about planning. And so one of our the brokers that did this was like, she's picked up a whole bunch of leads and deals from this because She's kind of getting ahead of them early, right? I thought that's a brilliant idea. I had another agent come and pitch about how she used to work in restaurants. And so she created a first-time buyer presentation just for people that work at restaurants. And she goes to the you know manager of the restaurant and she does it within the restaurant. And she's already generated like 27 leads from it. You know, there's ideas around getting the realtors to give you lists, just a whole plethora of ideas. So, and we did this totally free. And then we had somebody win. So Heather Content won. And so her idea was around creating an employee benefit program that she had done that her and her partner or whatever would basically went in and set up this program. And I'm not even explaining as good as her. This is why she won. But in any case, set up this program where they were, had 350 employees over four employers. And they generated a whole bunch of business from it. These are just a few of the ideas that came across from this uh, session. And so if you're listening to this, here's what I would encourage you. If you missed the live session, you can go to leadsnotawards.com. And if you make a donation to the Brokers Who Cared organization, so that's by Sabina Bubber, and it's a amazing organization that pools money together. And then once a quarter, they get together and people present sort of needs that are in their community, whether it's a client that's had a you know sick child or something. And then you present your idea and then they donate money towards these 
in big chunks. Super cool. They've given away like $360,000 or something already and continuing to grow. And so we're saying, hey, this event was made for the mortgage community, the Leads Not Awards. And you can go get access to a copy of that by just going to that website URL and then basically making a donation. And then you'll get sent a link to that. So I think you should check that out. One thing I want to add is that I don't have anything against awards. So like, I actually don't, I'm not like, hey, awards suck. You shouldn't go to an award ceremony. You shouldn't get an award. No, there's a marketing value to having an award and being like recognized. My challenge or my struggle with the one that I'd seen was that it seemed like it was more about them making money than it did about, you know, even confirming if you were deserving of the award. And so that's why I decided to opt out of it. So please don't take this as Scott hates awards. I don't. And I have people that work at my brokerage. If you guys want to go get awards, go. I've got people at that upcoming event that's happening or that just, well, I guess by the time you listen to this, it'll already have happened. And I'm proud of them and, I, and I'm excited for them. I chose not to go because I thought that it was not a good use of my money currently. And we try to make our decisions all around what's best for our agents, not just what's best for us at a brokerage level. So if you're listening to this and you're a rookie mortgage broker or even experienced mortgage broker, I'd encourage you to go check out ybrx.com. And if you're a rookie, click on the rookie webinar and we'll show you exactly some of the ways that we help our rookies succeed by having a plan, having support, having training. Go check that out if you have a chance. And in this next segment, I'm going to talk to Tom Hall from Blue Mortgage about the importance of tracking where leads come from. Hey, Tom, welcome to Ask the Experts. Hey, Scott, great to be back. What's the topic for today? Yeah, so what I want to talk about today is, you know, something that, you know, especially in maybe a market that it's a, a little bit down, you know, I compare this right now, it's like you're fishing. Whereas two years ago is you're fishing with dynamite, right? So, you know, the deals were just falling from the sky. And so what I want to talk about, and now we're just back to regular fishing with our pole and our rod and that sort of thing, is the importance of tracking where these leads are coming from, right? So, right. you know, in the fishing analogy, if we continue it, what are the hot spots, right? What are the, um, you know, the different lures or different things that I'm using to actually get the working. most fish? Are they actually working? Right. And so, you know, the importance of doing that, how to do that and, you know, how to automate that as much as possible. Right. Have you seen there's a GIF that I've seen that's like a picture of a boat and all these fish are literally jumping into the boat. Like it's like no. it's on this little it's like this little river somewhere. I don't know if it's like maybe it's the season where the fish are going crazy, but literally like there's like you can see hundreds of fish jumping and this person's driving their boat and fish are just like. <laughs> That was the last two years. That was 2021. Broker. Yeah, that yeah, was if it. You were, yeah. If you were, you know, any, like well, a part of 2022, but like 2021 and part of 2022 was literally, if you've been in the business for an amount of time, fish were jumping in your boat. Now you've got to learn how yeah. to fish again. And then if you're going to fish, you got to figure out what is useful to spend your time on. So why don't we jump into that? So it's a great topic. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. And so, yeah, for starters, I think that, you know, first and foremost, you want to be able to really kind of track, right? That's where it's going to start to understand, okay, at the very least, you know, if I'm out fishing, where did this fish come from? Where did that fish come from? And it, it sounds simple, but, you know, it's something that I think, especially when you were fishing with dynamite, it didn't matter, right? <laughs> it didn't matter where yeah. the fish came from because it was everywhere. So, so tracking is usually the number one thing, right? So being able to say, okay, these leads looking back on the past month or a year or whatever it might be, and being able to say, okay, I got, you know, hundred people reaching out, you know, where did they come from, right? Quite a few from referrals, quite a few from, you know, maybe my website, maybe from different types of lead sources, which we can talk about in a second, but where are these fish coming from, so to speak? And, and that's always kind of your starting point, I think, with anything as it relates to this type of analysis. 
Yeah. And have you ever fished with dynamite? I think it'd be a lot of fun, actually, but you know, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's illegal. But I think it's uh, illegal. Yeah. Maybe in the States I saw, somewhere. Maybe I we'll saw go to the a States video. Somewhere. Sorry to I, I digress here, but I saw a video. I think it was in Russia and they were fishing with hand grenades. And the guy <laughs> like literally, actually, like, like actually, literally, and yeah, you yeah. see the video and they literally blow themselves out of the boat. It's just like only in Russia. They're just like, <laughs> I got this grenade. They'll see what, you know, chuck it in there. Boom. And it's like, they didn't kill themselves, but they, I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe they're fishing with hand grenades. But I think there's a family okay, so, guy on it or something. I don't know. I think I saw there's a little video of like real people with a grenade and the guy. Oh I think he kind God. of bounces okay. it funny. Like, how could you even miss the lake? You know, but anyway, like they nearly killed right. themselves. Um, yeah. okay, so all right, step one is you need to track where the leads come from. What would be the next kind of thing that you think about? Yeah, and so now that they're being tracked, now that you know where they are and they're coming from is building now a process around that. And, you know, the first step is important because you know, maybe, maybe fish from this part of the lake they adhere to or and we'll bring it back to mortgage brokering in a second but this sort of strategy works whereas fish from another part of the lake maybe it's more shallow maybe it's a slightly different type of fish and do mm-hmm. something slightly different right so saying okay now that this was a realtor referral well now these are the steps that i need to follow right i want to send a quick note to the realtor to let them know i received it i want to quickly introduce myself and let them know that i got their contact information from this realtor having those types of steps in place and then following up. And then, you know, same applies if, you know, it comes from Facebook, right? Maybe you want to be a little bit more in their face just because it's a little bit of a colder lead, maybe a little bit more there, but developing these strategies based on where they actually come from. Right. That makes sense. Like I always call it like developing a customer journey, but then there's like a path for each. There's different branches. Yeah. Right. That's like, almost the way to think your, of it. Right. Yes. And yep. there is a lot of research around the importance of speed to lead. So the quicker you follow up referrals, you have a bit more, you know, if they're good referrals, you obviously have a bit more time in terms of, but you still don't want to take two days to get back to somebody, you know, but, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. speed to lead is a measurable thing. And especially yeah. if they're not sure if they're going to work with you, the first person to get them on the phone call, first person to get them. Engaged Almost is always. Right. Win yeah. Most yep. of the time, unless you're no good at your job. Uh, <laughs> so, okay. So first you need to totally. track second. Once you have that tracking in place, you may have to have a customized follow-up process for each of those leads based on their path. That would be the second yep. thing, correct? Yep, okay. that's it, right, yeah. So what, and, what, what, any other thoughts on this whole topic? Well, yeah, and I think just the third thing to bring it all together is kind of the third tip with this. Okay, I'm tracking my leads. I have a strategy for each of them, but bringing it together and kind of bringing it back to blue, of course, is just automating as much as possible, right? So from both of those things, you know, we've seen people very successfully actually really kind of get this sort of stuff on autopilot. So, you know, with Blue, we can integrate with your inbox to, you know, pull in those realtor referrals. We can integrate with your Facebook page, bring those in and actually something that we're really excited about and we think it's going to help a lot of brokers in the next couple of months. We're just now releasing an integration with the Canadian Mortgage app. I don't know if you use that one at all with Ben Salami and Ben Digi, but uh, it's something that we see as a really strong lead source for a lot of brokers and we've integrated it right in. So as soon as a lead comes in from that app, it's hitting blue mortgage and, you know, those associated strategies can, you know, start right away too. So kind of bringing it all together is automating it and using the integrations to do so. Right. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I know the changing mortgage app, a bunch of our agents actually have been starting oh, yeah. to use them a lot more and they, it's they, cool, like, eh? they yeah. like the tool a lot. It's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not surprised. So the, basically then if you think about this, if we kind of go back to the, okay, you've got your Canadian mortgage app, which will then integrate with Blue Mortgage. So then you know where it's coming from. And then through Blue Mortgage, you can create automated follow-ups sequences that if you choose, like you could set up, hey, send up this message or this email or whatever. And so that basically ties the whole thing together. If you can automate, because it seems like a lot of work. Okay, I got different paths. I need to have slightly different communication strategies. 
but mm -hmm. is only work when you build it once. I love building something once that saves me time, like over yeah. and over again, fix it for good, basically. And recently, so one of the things in my brokerage I've been challenged with is like almost every day, my admin is asking me, hey, Scott, can you get me the bank statement so I can see what commissions have come in so I can do an audit? And so yeah. I have to go into the bank, download um, the CSV, give it to her. So <laughs> then I was like, why am I doing this every day? So I set up a Mint account because I'm not oh, going yeah. oh, to yeah, give yeah. somebody my cool. access to my bank account because I mean, they, I mean, I trust them. E-transfer. <laughs> they can be like, boom, where'd all my money go? Like, what the heck? Like, so instead, and I set Bermuda up a now. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I set up a Mint yeah. account and then I just recorded mm -hmm. a one minute Loom video and showed them how to use it and said, here's how you get into Mint. Anytime mm -hmm. you need the statement, just go get it from there. And right. so then I fixed it once instead mm -hmm. of, you know, every other day doing the same thing. And so this is why I love automation. I love it. I love those like, things. Yeah. Yeah. What we say is you should be doing something in our company. You say you should do something every week that makes the process better, even if you're on vacation, right? So, yeah. hey, I could be off forever vacationing, skiing, whatever your vacation is, but do things now that are going to, you know, move the process forward even when I'm gone. And yeah, so what you described is a great example. These integrations are great examples. And it just, you know, it's these micro things that don't seem like much in the moment, but hey, when you take that vacation and everything just continues along fine and you can be on the beach for seven days, that's when the payoff happens, right? So well, yeah, This thing absolutely. vacation you speak of, yeah. what is this vacation you <laughs> well, speak of? I'm just kidding. I've, I, I've I think on, if there's this session or last session, I also have a two-hour lunch. So uh, yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, no. You're I'm right. Kidding, two hour, yeah. You're on vacation every day, man. Okay, yes. I love it. So <laughs> any kind of last thoughts on tracking leads, importance of tracking your leads? No, just, I mean, you know, the source is important. The journey is important. And then I think the only other thing we didn't talk about was just reporting on it. So being able to now you know, once you have that in place and automating it, being able to look back and say, okay, what was successful, what was not, and how do I make it better, right? That also can kind of tie this whole thing together. Right, yeah, that's fantastic. So if you guys are listening to this, Tom is one of the founders of Blue Mortgage. It's BLU Mortgage. It's a CRM specifically designed for mortgage brokers. Integrates with a lot of stuff, not just Canadian Mortgage App, but like it's literally, yeah. and it's got a lot of features built in, like scheduling link, and it's got a webinar thing, I think. Like it does, yeah, it yeah. basically, yeah. it does a ton of cool stuff. So check them out there. Tom, always good chatting with you. And I yeah, thanks, agree Scott. that we need to do a good job of tracking our leads, mapping the process, and then automating what we can, and then looking at the reports and then adjusting as we go. Great. Thanks, Scott. All right. Thanks again for listening to this episode. I do appreciate that you take the time to listen to this and I hope you go check out Leads Not Awards. I think it's a worthwhile investment of a few bucks in order to get access to this material. And again, if you're a rookie mortgage broker, go to rookie2rockstar.ca. We've got a webinar that will walk you through exactly some of the ways we help rookies succeed faster than anywhere else. Check that out. Thanks again to Tom for chatting with me and I will see you on the next episode. This is an I Love Mortgage Brokering production.